Hey everyone, this is Brett Fish Anderson and I am beyond super stoked to finally be able to announce that we are on the edge of being able to release season four of my podcast, Out of the Fishbowl. Hey everyone, I can't tell you how great it is to be back here. I've been looking forward to this for a while, been trying to plan and prepare and think about what episodes are going to be taking place in season four of Out of the Podcast. But before we dive into that, I want to quickly have a shout out to two very special individuals. As some of you may remember, Jeremy Curries was my producer on Out of the Fishbowl Season 3. He no longer has a studio, and so Season 4 is once again being recorded back in my lounge. But this morning I sent out a Mayday SOS to Jeremy to ask if there was any chance that he could come and help fix the recording chaos that was happening in my house. And so he immediately took a car from the airport and turned around and drove to my house. That's, that's not entirely true, but it is somewhat true because his flight to New York was delayed by eight hours. And so he was about to head home. And so Jeremy graciously with his son came past my house and helped me to build a pillow fort that is precariously constructed on on top of or constructed on top of a bunch of my board game boxes on my kitchen counter so that we can have some kind of of decent sound available for this new season of podcast so to Jeremy Curries I just want to thank you my friend my brother thanks for stopping by thanks for helping me at least a little bit to make this something worth listening to and the second person I want to shout out to is Rico Shakurl and I hope that I'm pronouncing your name properly. Rico is the illustrator of the Madam and Eve cartoons. And months ago, when I was playing around with AI to try and design the image for Out of the Fishbowl Season 4, and I got all these amazing pictures coming out, Rico jumped onto the Twitterer and dropped an image that was perfect. The crowds loved it. You're going to get to see an updated version of that. And I've been hounding him for months since then. And um, the other day, just as I said, hey, I'm about to go and start doing the episodes, he sent me a whole bunch of options to use. And so, Rico, I am super grateful, beyond honored, that the logo of Out of the Fishbowl Season 4 has been drawn by the illustrator of Madam and Eve comics. That is phenomenal. So to Jeremy and Rico, super shout out. And just as we head into season four, I thought I wanted to take some time to just give you a bit of a, a map or an outlay of where we are going. Perhaps you are listening today for the first time. You are someone that's newly discovered me or are following me on social media or whatever. And you thought, let's give this a listen. If you are that person, you've never heard a podcast episode from me before, then I want to highly encourage you to go and seek out seasons one to three. That sounds like a whole lot of listening. It's not too much. I think it's about 20 odd episodes. Each episode is around 30 minutes long. And so just perfect things to catch up on while you're going for a drive, while you're cooking dinner at, in the evening, while you're running, having a little jog or whatever with your mates. Um, just, just catch up on some episodes because there are some really quality thoughts I think flying around in seasons one to three and so go and check them out anywhere where podcasts like to hang out and chillax you will find out of the fishbowl and 
when Jeremy was in my house earlier today, his son said, so what's your podcast about? And people often ask me that, and it can be quite a tricky one to answer because I'm typically somebody that just kind of heads in all sorts of directions. But I think if I had to sum up out of the fishbowl, it's this idea of how do we do life better? How can we be better as people? How do we do life better? How can we leave, leave the world in a better shape than the one in which we found it. And so there are episodes on mentorship, on love, on dealing with time, on dealing with money, on our relationships to other people. And so I wanted to give you a glimpse. If you are somebody who's listening for the first time, but also if you maybe have listened to a couple of episodes and you're about to dive into season four, but there might be some that you've missed out on, I thought, let me just do this intro intro clip and give you some of the highlights of some of my favorite episodes from the first three seasons. And so I've picked three episodes from each season that I'm going to give you a little brief kind of glimpse into. And if you haven't heard any of those, then before you carry on listening, go back and check those out. A lot of what I'm going to be speaking about this season will build on some of the foundations of things I've been talking about. Some of the ideas will be carried a little bit further, but these are all valuable things that have been valuable life lessons to me, things that I'm trying to live out in my own life. And that I've seen people living out around me and that I've seen making their lives better. And so I'm hoping these will inspire and challenge and, and maybe make you curious or angry or frustrated or whatever it is. And so before I jump into what those episodes are, what I would love for you to do for me, the best, the best thank you you can give to me if you love listening to the podcast, if you find something that's interesting or challenging or helpful, is to share it around. Let people know, hey, go listen to this episode. Maybe share some of the links on your social media pages. You can leave a comment after any episode, like, subscribe, all those kinds of things. Every, every time there's a mention given to Out of the Podcast, you increase the chances of more eyes or more ears to be listening to it. And so that will increase the possibility of more people being inspired and changed and transformed. And, and the hope as the final episode I did of season three, one good thing, like what is one good thing you can do? One good thing you can do right now is to be able to share this, to be able to tell some of your friends that listen to podcasts, hey, give this a listen, see if it's for you. This probably is not for everyone, but there are a lot of people out there that that will enjoy this, that will find this hopeful, helpful. And maybe it's just one episode. Maybe it's one particular episode and you've got a friend and you think, hey, this one's for you. Then please help me out in terms of sharing it. That would be phenomenal. So three seasons of Out of the Fishbowl. What are some of the things that I've covered so far and some of the ideas that I might be picking up a bit further? Nobody can, can look at this without starting with episode one, the most popular, most listened to episode, Pineapple on Pizza, which explored the idea of, is it possible for me to celebrate something that someone else likes that doesn't matter? Pineapple on pizza, different sports team, Crocs, man buns, those kind of things, things that don't really matter. Is it possible for me to support them in their love of something that I don't enjoy? Because often we find it necessary. If someone listens to the kind of music you don't listen to, then we make them feel bad about it. Or if someone liked a movie that we hated, we make them feel stupid or whatever it is. And so this idea of how do we celebrate things that aren't the things we enjoy? Can I be a, a Manchester United fan without making Liverpool fans feel like they are awful, that they are less than? And sometimes those rivalries can be fun and people enjoy the banter and all those kind of things. But often we make people feel stupid or less than or embarrassed or ashamed about things they enjoy. And it's an invitation, like how can we start celebrating things that other people love? I, I don't really enjoy sushi, but I celebrate 
that other people love sushi and I'll find opportunities to tell people about sushi deals, things like that. I can enhance other people's lives about a thing that doesn't even matter to me, that I don't even like. And that starts to make our world a better world. So that's episode one. Episode two was this idea of of listening to or being informed by different voices. The episode was called Diverse versus Divers. I spoke about some some chaotic swimming, almost drowning incidents from my life. But, But all of it was around this idea of exploring diversity, which we often see as a bad thing. Those people, people who are not like us, different people. Whereas when I started listening to people that didn't sound like me, when I started reading books of people that didn't look like me or think like me, and so specifically that started with women, it started with people of color, it started with people from other religions or other countries, my my person, my being just exploded in terms of being introduced to new sights and sounds and ideas and perspectives and ways of looking at life. And and when we start to embrace diversity as a beautiful, colorful, invitational thing, then we will also start to see the world become a better place. If I start to read women, then hopefully my attitude towards women will change. If I start to be informed by voices of people of color, then hopefully I will start to be better in relationship with people of color. And and my mind will start to shift to take on new ideas. If I'm only ever listening to people that look like me, think like me, believe what I believe, then how am I going to change? How am I going to grow? How am I going to become a better person? So that's episode two of season one. This idea of being informed and shaped by different voices. The third episode in season one was the last episode, season seven, and it was called All You Need Is Love. And it was this idea of the definition of love as a choice over feelings. So moving away from this Hollywood inspired, if you feel it, that's love thing to this Corinthians from the Bible inspired definition of love being patient and kind and not holding a record of wrongs and and being a series of choices that we make for the betterment of another person. What would happen if we decided on a love that was choice over feelings while still being influenced and being enhanced by feelings? So all of that together, but just looking at love in a very different way, how might the world change? So check out those episodes. In season two, there was the question of being defined by my very worst moment. What's the worst thing I've ever done or thought or said? And is it fair that the whole rest of my life is defined by my biggest mess up or mistake. So that was episode one. It was called The Defined Line. And even maybe the best thing that I've ever done. Is it fair that the rest of my life is, is, is defined by the best moment that I've had? So I have one good moment and the rest of my life is mediocre and I'm praised or lifted up or honored because I did that one good thing. And so it's this whole thing of looking at identity, of looking at the way we live, of, of choosing not to be defined by our very worst moments, but realizing that we can learn, we can grow, we can be healed, we can ask for forgiveness, we can repent, we can be transformed, we can become better people than our worst moments, but also that we don't get defined by our best moments. The second episode I'd love for you to listen to if you haven't in season two was episode three, an existential crisis. And this idea of do you exist or do you survive or go through the motions in life? Or are you really living? Are you thriving? Are you being challenged? Are you changing? And often circumstances can really put us in a place where it feels like we're just surviving. I've spoken quite openly of my divorce that happened last year. And these last three years have been the hardest three years of my life. These last couple of weeks 
have been the hardest weeks in my life and I've really been struggling and I've been looking at purpose and significance and I'm going to speak about some of that in season four. But, but even when things are hard, even when things are tough and we're barely holding on, is it possible to still lean into living and thriving and challenging and being changed. And I know, I know some people say it isn't, and that's definitely something to reflect on and to think about or whatever. But, but it's easy for many of us to get caught in a place where we're going through the motions. We're not really living. We're just ticking boxes, doing the things, getting paid, going through. Are we living? Are we seeking out new adventures? Are we seeking out new opportunities to get involved in, to volunteer, to bring change, to bring life, to make the world a better place? And so check out that episode, An Existential Crisis. And then the third one I'd love for you to listen to, and this has been one of the most popular episodes that really surprised me, I think, by how popular it was. It's episode six, That's Not What I Meant, or. And it's all about this idea of who are you mentoring and who is mentoring you. And you might think I'm not mentoring anyone and nobody's mentoring me. I want to tell you that you are. Both of those things are happening. It just depends. Is it intentional or not? The people you read, the music you listen to, the, the shows you watch, you are being mentored on a daily basis. You are looking at leaders and choosing to follow the way they, they live or, or work against the way they live based on, on what is happening. And, and that episode is a call to be intentional in your mentoring. Ask people to guide you. Ask people to meet with you and, and learn from their wisdom. But also invite others. Invite probably younger people to have coffee or milkshake once a week or to go out for a run or go and watch them play a sports match and have a conversation afterwards or whatever. Be intentional about meeting up with people regularly so that you can mentor, disciple, build into their lives. So that, And it's a two-way thing. We often think of mentoring as one person doing it to another person. But in that episode, I explore how every time I mentor someone, there's something coming back. I'm learning from their fresh perspective. I'm growing. I'm being challenged by their questions. And so I think it's so key if more of us get more intentional about mentoring other people. So those are three episodes from season two I'd love you to check out. And then when it comes to season three, the very first episode, which is one of my favorite episodes that I've, I've put together, is called Killing Cats and has nothing to do with the death of felines. But it's all about curiosity, this idea that curiosity killed the cat. And I even, I had an epiphany moment while I was recording that episode. And I don't want to give it away, spoiler alert. But I took that statement, curiosity killed the cat, and I came up with a different conclusion of what it might possibly mean. And so if you haven't listened to episode one of season three, Killing Cats, go and check it out. But it's an invitation to explore the whole of season three, but the whole of life as well, with a sense of curiosity. In my work at Heartlines, one of the keys to sharing stories, which is what we do, is we talk to people about being curious but respectful. So we're not talking about interrogating other people. We're not talking about like finding out all the things and ticking off a bunch of boxes. We're talking about like being openly lovingly, compassionately curious. I'd love to know about your life. I'd love to know more about you. I'd love to hear what you're struggling with. I'd love to know why you are the way you are, good or bad. Like what's causing it? What happened in the past? What is happening in the moment? What are your life circumstances? What if we were more curious about the people around us that we encountered every day? People on the hockey field, people hooting their horns at us in the traffic, people getting angry with us on social media. What if we took a moment to just pause and just say, what's going on? And so there's an invitation to be curious, Killing Cats, episode one, season three. The second one from season three is the episode, it's, season, it's episode two actually, called It's Raining in Brackets White Men. It's Raining Men. And this episode looks all at this idea of representation and why it matters. 
And so in terms of movies, in terms of panels, in terms of leadership in South Africa, where race has been such a big thing, where white people for so long occupied all of those spaces and in many cases still do, what does it mean for a person of color to be able to look at a panel and see people that look like them? representing them, being able to share their stories and their wisdom and their knowledge. What does it look like for people of color or for women to be able to watch movies where women are in the lead roles and where people that have traditionally been in those spaces um, have, 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 have moved away, not, not to not be in those spaces, but to really just give other people a chance and just to make sure that, that everybody can be represented in different spaces that we can we can learn from different people that have gone through different things and so the importance of representation and why it matters in episode two of season three and then the last one that i want you to listen to and i really like i say like go listen to all of them but this one was really special to me and it is um, an episode called when your ship hits the fan it was episode four of season three and it was a message to those whose lives are feeling a little overwhelming. I've mentioned my divorce and I've definitely felt overwhelmed and been struggling for the longest time and just kind of looking forward, hoping that there's a time when life feels a little bit more normal. Um, all of us passed through the pandemic. It felt like the world was imploding. As, as I'm busy recording this now, there's all the trouble that's happening in Israel and Palestine. There's been racial tension at the University of Pretoria. There's, there's things in the news every day. There's huge, hectic things going on in our lives. Um, relationships are breaking up. Money is, is not available. Um, jobs are being ended. Um, there's, there's just chaos all around us. How, how do we keep going when it feels like your ship has hit the fan, when it feels like things are overwhelming and too much? How do we, how do we stay around for another day? How do we cope? How do we, how do we just slow down, breathe and reflect and, and just make it to the next day and then make it to the day after that? So there you have it. Those are nine of my top episodes. There are more because I haven't even mentioned one of my favorite episodes, which is about time in season three and, and various others. And so before you jump into season four of Out of the Fishbowl, go back, catch up on episodes you've missed out on, find one of those episodes that I highlighted that you haven't heard yet, and remember to be sharing them with other people that you think might like them. I'm very excited about some of the ideas that I'm going to be talking about in season four. As I said, I've been in a really challenging place. And so it's this idea of, can I record season four of Out of the Fishbowl when I've been feeling so low? And even as I'm starting to talk about the idea of recording it, I'm getting so excited because I have some ideas of things I want to talk about that are very exciting. Season four is going to be slightly different in that in the middle of it, I'm going to have a bonus episode on church. And the reason I've done it that way, so there's going to be like two mini halves to the season and then right in the middle, an episode on church, because I know the church or the idea of church is not something that's going to appeal to all of my listeners. So I've made it a bonus episode. But actually, while I was thinking about it, I think a lot of people that are not Christian, that, that don't have a good relationship with church, I would love for you to be able to listen to that episode as well when it comes out. Um, a lot of the thoughts and ideas from it are going to be related to a book that I published in 2015 called I Church. But I'm going to be speaking about this idea of church, not as it generally is in the world, which is often a mess and chaotic and judgmental and, and where we, we get it wrong a lot of the time. But about this idea of, of the church that I feel Jesus called us to be and become. And so I'm very excited for that episode and, and various other episodes I've got lined up. So I hope that you will be listening. I hope that you'll be getting ready and excited. I'm hoping to get this all done before I go overseas mid-November. 
Um, but th- to anyone who's tuned in, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the things. Um, I hope that there are words and ideas and quotes and moments in these episodes that will cause you to think and reflect and hopefully your life and the lives of those around you will be better because you decided to jump out of the fishbowl. And so from me, Breadfish Anderson, from the most famous stuffed dolphin in the world, No Bob, my little sidekick, I'm looking very much forward to sharing all of these ideas with you. So stay tuned. <laughs>